Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. Folks, we are back, and I have finally graduated to a soft, high protein diet. I had to go to the doctor for my two week follow up, and due to COVID 19 regulations, I'm having to walk through entire buildings to get where I'm going. It used to be you go through this entrance and it's right there. Well, now you can't go through that entrance anymore. Everybody's got to go through the same entrance and it's not that one. So I'm all all the way at the other end of the building and you got to go through their list of questions and the, you know, God bless these people who are doing these questions because you know they do it hundreds of times per day. And they've been doing it for months now. So they have their wrap down. Do you have this, 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 and this? All the while putting a mask on you and checking your temperature. As a result, I'm having to walk through entire buildings to get where I'm going, like I said. The good part about that is I'm hitting my step goal every day much easier now. They closed down the main COVID vaccination site where I am, the the big convention center. And it has switched to doctor's offices, pharmacies, and what have you. But the main building now, the biggest building now, is where I had to go to my nutritionist appointment. And that's the entrance that they're using, is the one that I have to go through the nutritionist at. So, again... I'm having to walk through entire buildings to get where I'm going. But I had the nutritionist appointment and they put you on the scale and it measures not only your weight, but how much of that is fat, how much of that is muscle, tissue, bone, what have you. And I have lost 10% of my excess fat that I had going into my surgery. So that's good. So I graduate to the soft high protein diet. I go home and the first thing I have for lunch is I scramble myself an egg. Figured that's something easy. So I get the pan out, spray it with some spray, cook the egg up. And the egg doesn't look exactly right, which is strange because my wife just bought these eggs. And I'm looking at it and the color is slightly off. I said, okay, well, let me try it. Let me taste it. And the egg tasted fine. It just looked weird. And so the next morning, I said, well, I'll have another egg for breakfast. So again, take the pan out, get the egg, spray the pan, cook the egg, tastes fine. But it it was slightly off colored. It was like green. So I had green eggs, but no ham. And I couldn't understand it. And I was asking my wife, I'm like, will you make me an egg? And she's like, why? And I explained it to her. And she's like, that's just weird. Why are you the way that you are? And I'm looking and trying to figure it out. And I finally figured it out. 
the spray that I had been using was Pam avocado oil spray. And so that was tinting my eggs a greenish color. So I went back to the vegetable spray and I've got yellow eggs again. Riveting, I know. Today we look at Halloween Havoc 1990 from WCW. Halloween Havoc 1990 was shown on pay-per-view on October 27, 1990 from the UIC Pavilion in Chicago, Illinois. There were 8,000 fans in attendance. The version of the show that appears on the network is the edited version, missing many matches. We have two dark matches before the pay-per-view started. Tim Horner defeated Barry Horowitz, and Rip Rogers defeated Reno Riggins. We have a ghostly intro. Very good for 1990s technology. Jim Ross is a gangster, and Paulie Dangerously is Dracula. Welcome us to the show. They throw it to Tony Schiavone as the Phantom of the Opera, interviewing Ricky Morton and Tommy Rich. They talk about Robert Gibson being hurt, and then about the Midnight Express. Ricky Morton and Tommy Rich versus the Midnight Express. Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton with Jim Cornette. The last hurrah for the Midnight Express in WCW as Cornette and Lane would quit the promotion a few days after this. They start out slow. Morton and Eaton go at it hard to begin. They bring up all of the bad blood between the teams. The Midnight Express come back. Team experience comes into play. While the referee is distracted, Cornette hits Morton with the tennis racket to the throat. The Midnight Express double team. Morton and Eaton hit the rocket launcher on him on the entranceway. Lane throws Morton over the top rope while Nick Patrick isn't looking. Morton moves when Eaton tries to run him into the post. Then Morton takes Eaton down with some head scissors. The Midnight Express continue to batter Morton. Eaton hits the Alabama jam on Morton. Morton puts his knees up and blocks the impact of a second rocket launcher. Rich tagged in. He goes for the top rope and Cornette whacks him with the racket. The Southern boys come out dressed like Cornette and distract the Midnight Express. In the confusion, Rich gets the tennis racket and hits Lane with it and pins him. Then, Terry Taylor beat Bill Irwin. Brad Armstrong pulled off an upset of J.W. Storm. Tony Schiavone interviews Sting. He flubs the line about Sid's mouth and his butt. He recovers well and talks about Sid and the Black Scorpion. He says he is ready. The Black Scorpion comes out saying he is going to show Sting some of his magic. He grabs a production girl, throws her in the apparatus, and brings a curtain down. And she disappears with him, and they appear behind Sting. JR and Paul Lee are bewildered trying to get this over. In another match cut, the Master Blasters Blade and Steel defeated the Southern Boys Tracy Smothers and Steve Armstrong. Jim Cornette comes down to try and interfere in the match. Armstrong tries to attack him and Steel hits a clothesline on Armstrong and pins him. The Renegade Warriors Mark and Chris Youngblood versus the Fabulous Freebirds Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes with little Richard Marley. Rocky King is all dressed as Robert Gibson playing up that feud. J.R. and Paul E. having a classic exchange. They sound genuinely mad at each other. A slow paced match. It gets hectic at one point with all four men in. The Freebirds in control. 
A DDT chant goes out. Chris Youngblood avoids the DDT. The Freebird still in control, though. Hayes caught coming off the top rope. The Renegade Warriors coming back. Hayes comes in and DDTs Mark Youngblood after he rolls up Jimmy Garvin. Garvin gets the pin. Tony Schiavone talks to the Horsemen about the match against Doom. Sid Vicious then talks about taking the world title from Sting. United States Tag Team Championship match. The Steiner Brothers, Rick and Scott versus the Nasty Boys, Jerry Sags and Brian Knobs. The Steiners are insanely over with the crowd. They start brawling before JR can get the college credentials out. So, take a half a shot. They brawl outside of the ring. Scott hits a belly-to-belly from the top post. Turnbuckle. Steiner's dominating early. JR says, you got me once, but he's going to be damned if he isn't going to get their college credentials in. So, you can take a shot. Knobs hits Scott with a chair. Nasty Boys hit a spike pile driver on Scott. Rick hits Sags with a chair. They're just stiffing each other. Sags is busted open. The crowd pops for every Steiner move. Rick hits a double Steiner line from the top rope. The Steiners hit the double team bulldog off the rope for the first time in this match. The crowd comes unglued when Scott hits the Frankensteiner on Knobs for the pin. The Nasty Boys attack the Steiners with the belts after the match. This is the match of the night, folks. If you're only going to watch one match from this card, it should be this match. Tony Giovanni interviews Scott Steiner. He says the Nasty Boys bit off more than they could chew. The Nasty Boys then attack him. The Junkyard Dog versus Moondog Rex. Rex attempted to use his bone as a weapon. The referee grabbed the bone and J.O.I.D. hit a headbutt to pin Rex. World Tag Team Championship match. Doom, Ron Simmons and Butch Reed with Teddy Long versus Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Slow, methodical match. Horsemen cheat, but are the baby faces. Flair chases Long, who slaps him in the face. Back and forth match. Very physical, going in and out of the ring. Textbook spine buster at one point by Anderson. Flair gets the figure four on Ron Simmons. Simmons reverses it, and Flair tags in Anderson. Simmons comes back, but the horsemen cut the ring in half and do quick tags. It goes outside and then back in the ring again. Simmons won't give up. Reed finally tagged in and he cleans house. Reed hits a flying shoulder block on Anderson. Flair breaks up the count and Anderson hits a DDT on Reed. Simmons breaks up that count. All four men go outside and get counted out. Stan Hansen says Lex Luger has to deal with him coming up. United States Championship match. Lex Luger versus Stan Hansen. JR has to bring up Hansen's college career, so you can take another shot. Hansen attacks early. Contrast in body styles. Hansen is bumping his ass off big time for a big man. Hansen is in control, but can't get the pin. Luger fights back. The crowd signals for the torture rack. The referee gets knocked down. Dan Spivey comes down and throws Hanson's cowbell to Hanson, but Luger blocks it. Hanson then catches Luger with the lariat and pins him to become the new United States champion. Tony Giovanni talks to Teddy Long. He says he has proved that Doom is the best team and that the Horsemen won't receive another shot at the titles.
NWA World's Heavyweight Championship match, Sting versus Sid Vicious. The crowd comes alive for Sting. Vicious attacks when Sting turns his back. He won't stay down, though. They brawl outside the ring. Back in, Sting takes over but can't get Vicious down. Vicious comes back. Even pace match. Vicious hits a big power slam. Sting comes back and goes for the splash, but Vicious moves. Vicious with multiple pin attempts. They battle down the rampway. The ref gets Vicious back inside, and Sting runs and hits a splash from the rampway. The horsemen come down. Sting and Vicious battle away from the ring towards the dressing room. They then come back. Sting slams Vicious who falls on him and pins him. They announce Vicious as the new champion. Big celebration starts with balloons falling in the works. Sting then appears with a rope around him as they release the balloons. Sting hits the splash and pins Vicious. They say that obviously it wasn't the real Sting earlier. It turns out that it was Barry Windham. JR interviews Sting in the ring. He tells JR it never ends, but he's a fighting champion. They then sign off from Chicago. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoeyHarris. If you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media.